0: on this week's episode of the oh the anthem podcast boy do we have some updates for you a lot of stuff in the O oh, the anthem universe so uh, we got big news for you you're not gonna want to miss that not such encouraging news in sports ball we'll get into it emotions are high things are still going on but uh, we'll discuss you're gonna want to hear that a lot of news coming out this week from nationwide uh, most of it uh, well Corey and I don't care about because we can't get drafted sorry Millennials And in the Baltimore corner, we have our delayed topic from last week about uh, Governor Hogan, and we're getting into this year's homicide count. How's that going to look? What are things going to be like? All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the the Anthem Podcast.
1: Something, something, something more days until spring training starts. This is Corey and this is the O The Anthem Podcast.
0: Good afternoon, everybody. It's Rob. Welcome to episode 301 of the O The Anthem Podcast coming to you from the hashtag OTALA Studios high above the 110 freeway in downtown Los Angeles, California. Thank you for joining us.
1: Yes. Thank you for checking us on your podcatcher of choice. Uh, the easiest way to do that is anchor.fm forward slash O The Anthem, where you can find the links to us on. Apple or Spotify or Google or Pocket Cast or whatever, wherever you like to listen to them, that's where you can find us.
0: And of course, you can find more O The Anthem at O The Anthem on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we're available on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash O The Anthem. Uh, you can watch the videos, whether it's the episodes of the podcast, the short films, the web series, everything at youtube.com forward slash O The Anthem. And everything O The Anthem related is at the brand new com. And of course, don't forget we are coming to you live worldwide across multiple platforms. You can find us on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and on Twitter. Uh, just search for "O oh, the Anthem" at all of those platforms.
1: We're live streaming everywhere, all at the same time.
0: Absolutely. And of course, no matter where you are, uh, you can leave us a comment in the chat or in the whatever they have wherever, <laughs> and we'll be able to see it here. Uh, if you'd like to become a part of the show, just join us there. Yeah,
1: we live in a connected world where, like, if you if you tweet us or something like that, we'll find it. Yes. We, it'll ha- it'll happen to us eventually. And absolutely yeah uh
0: and i was going to say before uh oversight i was going to look up and see how many days until spring training but uh yeah I,
1: I, I just figured we the the uh the joke of it just being however many days to spring training doesn't yeah. really matter it's uh, uh the joke remains the same even with me mumbling something something <laughs> through it
0: but before we get into that let's talk about some new developments <gasps> when it comes to the anthem so we promised it last week and now it's
1: officially <laughs> It was, to be fair. It was officially up on Wednesday night, True. so yes. it, it it just took a little. And I I, I uh, predicated that on uh, on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I said uh, I don't know how efficiently the transfer process is going to be from WordPress to GoDaddy,
0: and it was not. Uh, WordPress is a lot like a spiteful ex; just doesn't want to let you go, burns bridges, just does whatever it can. You
1: know, it. it, it I uh, to be honest, it's not that because uh, the whole process, most of the process, actually ended up being uh when I was going to transport them into tablet pages and uh oh, phone okay. pages. Yeah. How it wouldn't allow me to like automatically resize and I think that's just an Adobe like, you know, we're not doing Muse anymore, so fuck you guys kinda <laughs> kind of thing but wait wait
0: you developed a website on a platform that no longer offers support from you know five <laughs> yeah. years
1: ago and you were surprised
0: that there were issues
1: I yeah i know. know but you know <laughs> uh we started the website on muse so it, it felt like the good place to at least get it going until we figure out another iteration yes you know, something until to someone use someone
0: learns <laughs> illustrator so they can build websites on illustrator
1: dreamweaver you mean dreamweaver that yeah. keep saying illustrator dreamweaver yeah see the it, the big problem with the Adobe system is that like you can make you can make a website on Dreamweaver for sure, but you really need to know how to code. Like yeah. that's advanced software right there. Uh, but Muse was working so efficiently as like an easy to, like a plug and play one. Because yeah. XD doesn't work for me because you can't actually export on XD. Right. It's like you give this to the web guy and it's like this is what I want.
0: And that's great. he does it. He does it on Dreamweaver. You're the web guy, and that doesn't really (laughs) help us very much. Uh, But, you know, here's the thing. I'm going to learn. I mean, like uh, fucking
1: Mark Zuckerberg, like rating girls in the dorm room and shit like that. I don't got time for that.
0: I taught myself how to hack the firewall of a uh, Cisco (laughs) switch in four nights of watching videos on YouTube. So we'll see what this Dreamweaver thing has in (laughs) store for me. Uh, I plugged in my four-year-old computer that is on its last legs directly into the uh, Cisco. So...
1: See, the thing is, knowing Rob, the the thing is, uh, he'll he'll come to me a couple months from now and say, "Uh, I've designed a website on Dreamweaver. Uh, It's ready to go. I want you to take a look and tell me what you think. And I'm like, "Oh, wow, okay." And you are like, "I learned about breakpoints and everything's mm-hmm, matched up mm-hmm. perfectly and it's awesome." And I'm just like, "Cool, can't wait to see it." And then you open it up and it's like purple on green and I'm just like, "All right, some notes." Well, listen. I'm it not It is technically a website you designed. But not a designer. <laughs> I'm putting up the framework, that's all. I don't know what other people like. I know what I like and that's all.
0: Although I wouldn't be purple and green. I, would I like the go, pur- I like the Barney aesthetic. <laughs> It would just be black and white. It would be bland as shit. It's like, listen, functionality is really high with this. Yeah, but uh, it's <laughs>
1: did, ugly. You, did you ever see Drudge back in the day? Like, like Drudge Report? Yeah, yes, like back that's when exactly it first what I first opened Yeah. Make. yeah. It's, it's just like all courier font, like from beginning to end. And just like at the top, it's a little bold and it says Drudge and that's it. I would really, I really enjoyed Drudge Report. I thought there was uh, no nonsense way to present the news.
0: Uh, and it just reminded you me of,
1: you couldn't necessarily approve of the news, but you could approve of the no nonsense format in which it was given to you.
0: I the news stories made me angry, but yes, <laughs> I liked reading it in a format that was no nonsense. Uh, and it just reminded me of coding in 1998, where like I could do that, like italics, Gotcha, buddy. All right, let's uh, get this going. Uh, there
1: was there was a moment here and there throughout the course of redoing the website where I was thinking back to AOL when I first had AOL. Mm-hmm. And that there were certain brands that had AOL pages that were, like, more responsive.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or
1: you could go to the boring Mm www.whatever.com, you know? Like, I remember, uh, like, the NBA had, like, a really cool layout for its AOL page. Right. Which you could go go to by doing NBA in the search bar, and it would just take you there. Or you could go to the NBA.com page, which is just, like, Mm. you know, just lines of statistics. Like... (laughs) No video, no pictures, no anything. There was no time for that on the internet back then. Yes. But, but on the AOL page, there was actual pictures that would show up of I bet you Michael AOL Jordan like shooting. You're like, oh, my God.
0: AOL was doing that. They were putting yeah. that together to make people use the AOL page. So
1: it's so almost surprising that they didn't take over the world. Hmm. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, uh, as far as I know, you can still get those discs for free all over the <laughs> place. So maybe their business model wasn't uh, 100% secure. Every
1: every future. year, somewhere around this time, is where uh, somebody will release the article of like, did you know that there are still 8 million subscribers to America Online? And you're just like, what? Well, see, you guys say, woo. <laughs> But that's
0: because you coastal elites don't understand what it's like to be in the rural areas where all we have is dial-up, and AOL still provides a service. That's why, wait, uh, AOL Time Warner got broken up, but when AOL sold, it still sold for, like, a lot of money. Oh, yeah. To PSI Net Is that what it was? I can't remember. <laughs> Some kind of internet company bought the AOL portion and was just like, no, we'll still take this. There's a lot of users, but... It doesn't have value in the Time Warner marketplace anymore. Yeah,
1: I can't remember who bought it, but yes, I know what you're talking about.
0: Nonetheless, we are not we we have something much cooler than the AOL NBA page right now. <laughs> uh, so you, can,
1: man, if you were impressed with that, you got
0: <laughs> you got something coming your way. I mean, the full archive of episodes from episode one. All the way to episode three hundred on, on
1: every single version of the website too on on mobile on mm-hmm. tablet on desktop it's all covered yeah uh, there was a there was a little while there where I was just like fuck mobile <laughs> but I was just working through a feeling <laughs> a couple of minutes later I was all right all right I, but I smoked a cigarette now I'm okay <laughs> like, fuck you nobody wants nobody cares about the goddamn mobile site and I'm just like you know this is a podcast and most people. <laughs> Mobile when they do it, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> I can imagine a world where ninety nine percent of our traffic is mobile, and I should probably take this more seriously. And then I'm just like slap myself in the face a couple of times, did the water, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. and then got back to it. Uh, completely
0: off topic, but uh, I noticed <laughs> that realized uh, it
1: was four a.m. and I was just like, oh, <laughs>
0: uh, one thousand sunset is still available for rent. Which is a commercial property that has been available for rent since we moved here. Oh, the one by uh, CBS? CBS? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have not seen anyone in that building at all the entire time we've lived here. Yeah. I'm thinking about going and lowballing uh, David. What's his name? What's his name? Who owns this building? This one? Yes. Jeffrey Palmer? Jeffrey Palmer. I keep thinking it's <laughs> David. Jeffrey Palmer. Just been like, hey, man, that's been sitting empty for a while. How'd you like $100 a month? as a, <laughs> Just a toss away rent. And then we could say, the, oh, the anthem from Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Now, no one will know that it's not actually... Live like, from Sunset? Yeah. <laughs> they, they won't know that we're Sunset at the 110, <laughs> not Sunset at the,
1: you know... Sun says, sunset so close to Cesar Chavez, you can taste it.
0: <laughs> Literally as far, as close to the end <laughs> of Sunset far, as you yeah. can get. like It will become Cesar Chavez very close.
1: The only one that's... that's a. Uh, uh, Cl- the other end of sunset is like Santa Monica, too, so it's yeah. like we're on the less desirable end of sunset, even on that.
0: Listen, it's it's easy to give directions. Just travel <laughs> down sunset.
1: If you hit Cesar Chavez, you've gone too far. <laughs> uh,
0: but anyway, so everybody should go check out the website. All of the episodes are up, so you can see everything from episode zero uh, to episode 300. They're all archived there, very lovely, with uh, strips of 100 for episode zero through 200. Was it? Yeah, zero through two
1: hundred. No, it, it's zero through one hundred, and then one hundred one to two hundred, something like that. Yeah,
0: and then after two hundred, then it's broken down a little bit. It's lumped into a hundreds.
1: Okay, hundreds. Yes. And now, but, now you're making me think that like somewhere along the way, I designed it to say like one to one hundred, mm-hmm. and now I might have done ended it on or started it on a different number on the. Oh my god. Now I'm like lost in the loop of all the din- things I didn't do on the website. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, but you can see all the episodes we're there. Li- <laughs> we're, we're live brainstorming the problems with the website right now. <laughs> but you can go check out all the episodes. More,
0: Most importantly, you can find all the content there. Uh, all of the episodes are up. Even the ones that were before we did video.
1: Uh, they're all available uh, with the... The show notes and everything is up mm-hmm. there, so you can't miss that. Takes you back to the original page in the format that you were looking at it, so if you're on mobile, it'll take you to the old WordPress site for the mobile, just like it was when it mm-hmm. first went out.
0: And uh, they haven't been edited yet, so uh, up and until Corey gets nominated for that Oscar, they'll be available <laughs> in their same horrible, horrible content. I'll be, I'll be like, what happened? WordPress deleted all our old episodes. Wow, <laughs> WordPress, why you let us down like this? Um, WordPress is like, we had nothing to do with WordPress. <laughs>
1: How dare you. But you can also
0: find uh <laughs> links to the uh to the web series. You can find the store and if you, if you don't if you didn't check out last week's episode yet, um the store and now the uh spreadsheet store now lets you choose what design you want and you can kind of put it on your own your own thing. So yeah. although you may see like, hey, this is a men's shirt, but I like that design, click on it, it'll take you to an ability to say, I want this on a women's shirt. I yeah, want this so on the, something else.
1: The one the one hiccup was that uh before we had just designed t-shirts because that was the only thing we could like go in and like we had to add each item individually and we didn't want to have to like design a sweatshirt and go through all the trouble of like making the sweatshirt just right. And then somebody looks at it and be like, oh man, I'd really like that sweatshirt, but only if it was in a two-tone sweatshirt instead of that one. And you're just like, oh, well I would (laughs) have, I I would have done that if I knew that that was, but now all that, that work is aside. They've done a way to make it so it looks good on like everything. Yeah. And I don't have to go there and like, literally cinch up every inch to make it look except correct. we made
0: white and black versions in some cases yeah. and they don't all look good on everything
1: because yeah, so we eliminated some colors yeah, but so you know but uh that's out there and all of the shirts and we're working through the store to make sure that everything is like optimized perfectly uh hopefully this week at some point yep. uh that gets all finished and uh any shirt you want in any kind of or any kind of apparel you want with any of our designs is uh out there it's like a uh, Corey Baker filmmaker shirt. There you go. Hey, there there's you go. There's
0: one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but not the Ravens hat, because that would not uh, end well for no. us, I don't think.
1: Um, They'd be going on sale right about now. Yeah, yeah.
0: But oh, uh, anyway, so uh, also, I want to say before we change topics here, there's also a special list. If you have somebody who is a little wishy-washy, like, hey, I don't really listen to podcasts, or I don't listen to them a lot, or I only listen to certain ones, Corey has created a special curated list that is... Not really a best of, but a this is what you're getting into list of episodes. It's a
1: new listener guide. Yeah. So I, I just sort of thought about like if somebody were to tell me like, hey, I've been listening to this podcast for a while. I think you should start. And you were just like, where what should I listen to? Like what would give me a good idea of who they are? I think sometimes it's hard because we we do a lot of like news of the week. Yeah. So something that we recorded ten weeks ago seems like it's a little like dated if you're listening to it too late. Yeah. Is Trump uh, going to be
0: impeached? Yeah. <laughs> who really wants? So to there's to more
1: that? of like the the evergreen content and the listener guide. So you could sort of pick it up wherever and like the specifically episode one, which is still on there, mm-hmm. which we designed specifically to be just the type of thing that anyone could listen to at any point.
0: Get to know us. So
1: yeah. Although being five years ago,
0: maybe we should renew that. <laughs> We should do a new one. Just <laughs> to find to, those MySpace yeah. things again and do them
1: again. <laughs> Relationship status. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh,
0: but anyway, so uh, yeah, make sure you check out the new website this week. Uh, totally worthwhile. Have a lot of stuff going on there. But uh, mm-hmm. let's get into this week's episode. <laughs> and proper. don't worry,
1: it has an SSL certificate because I spent <laughs> hours upon hours <laughs> doing that as well. So.
0: So You should have asked me about that. I just did that for, uh, for the work website. Uh, and I spent hours and hours yeah. trying to figure out how to do that. Well, you know, the problem
1: is I had done it before for the CoryBakerFilmmaker.com yeah. site. and then I got, I got And I was just like, I know what I'm doing now. And then you go in and there's one thing wrong and you don't know where, know where it came from. And you're just like, oh, fuck.
0: Yeah. Fuck you know. me. What are you going to do? <laughs> yep. Uh, well, so again, let's get into this week's proper. And we are going to uh, be talking, of course, about sports ball. So, not a happy week. No. I do like that you're showing,
1: though, that uh, fans forever.
0: Yeah, I mean... No. I, uh, Win or lose, rain or shine.
1: I, I'm pretty sure... I didn't go back and listen, but I'm pretty sure when we did the before the season prediction of what was going to happen, mm-hmm. I was like, I have no idea what's going to happen. Yep. We could be really good, we could be really bad... Uh, this team could surprise us. It might like come together, and it did. It came together in a really nice and amazing way. Oh, I think and we did
0: say the AFC North was looking weak, so it would be a good chance for us to make a I push. I think we,
1: I think we were taught, we bought into the Browns hysteria a little bit too, where yeah. they were just like the Browns <laughs> might win the division. and Pittsburgh's always tough.
0: Let's go back to Week Four when they beat <laughs> us, and we're just like, all right, this season's over. We're not going uh, anywhere. Uh, <laughs> those
1: plucky Bengals—they might make a little <laughs> make a little run at this thing. Now, uh, you know. Uh, uh, I I couldn't be happier with how the way the regular season went. Uh I'm very disappointed with the way it ended. But surprisingly, I'm not like crushed. There's been there's been playoff losses that have happened with worse Ravens teams that mm-hmm. I've been more crushed by.
0: Oh, you mean like uh, when we hit the field goal but it hit the vertical post, came back out and they said, "Oh, that's not a field goal?"
1: Yeah, that you know, like the uh, there there were a couple uh, patriot losses that hurt particularly hard yeah there were some uh there was like one to the colts that really fucking sucked uh there was another uh, you know there's like handfuls of ones across the board that just like stick with you a little bit more yeah for whatever reason i wasn't feeling like super confident going into this week i i couldn't shake it I, i i wanted to feel it felt like everything was put in front of me to feel confident yeah uh but for whatever reason i just couldn't get into it i just couldn't like shake the fact that getting is kind of like uh, what they've done in tennessee is kind of like the patriots and kind of like the 2000 ravens yeah where it's like (laughs) running the ball in defense and stuff like that and Tannehill doesn't make mistakes and every once in a while he makes a big play and uh, what the what, how the Titans beat us yesterday was at our own game because all year long we've been getting fourteen point twenty point leads on people and then they just don't know how to catch up. Yep, and yeah. that was the problem with the Ravens yesterday. They just never they they nothing was going right, but they just couldn't figure out a way to get out of their own way uh, like they, they
0: kept it close but then those two scores in two minutes yeah just puts it out of reach and they're you're already up
1: by one and he
0: scored two and more like in that two
1: Tannehill minutes. bomb that like 47 yard touchdown yeah
0: like that uh, that was that was really defeating well and, um and they're running back through a touchdown pass like things you didn't even see yeah. all season long and they're just like we, we got to find a way to beat this team Let's find a way to beat them.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know, I I give all the credit in the world to the Titans. I think they're a really good team. I'm interested in seeing uh, what it looks like against what the Kansas City buzzsaw put through today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's that'll be an interesting watch at the very least. I never imagined that if you would have told me going into the season that the Titans might be in the Super Bowl. I probably wouldn't have believed you. Or I probably would have thought that Mariota made some sort of humongous jump at his career. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I never would have thought they brought in Tannehill is gonna <laughs> Tannehill is gonna come in for Mariota. He's gonna suck, and then they're gonna bring in Tannehill and it's gonna save everything. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, right. <laughs>
0: like Well, and I mean the the Chiefs might have the solution for that that thing that the Ravens did really well, that the Titans did really well against the Ravens, which is they were down by two
1: scores, three scores. That you know, that was the, the at halftime we were down by a score. Uh shortly thereafter we were down by two, but mm-hmm. it never felt out of hand. Uh, like we so, were we yeah. were we were out of it. Like we were we were clearly losing, but it was like, oh man, we could we could get these points so quick if we yeah. if we really committed to like scoring
0: quick. Well, Casey got down by two scores yeah. and then quickly put up twenty four unanswered points yeah. going into the uh into the second half. So You know,
1: I, I I worry that uh I know there's like a lot of uh texans fans who are going out there fire bill o'brien yeah uh and i think that there has over his tenure been various times where uh the hot seat was a little bit warmer than others for harbaugh uh i don't i don't want to make any changes up top i i I just want to put that out there i I know there's going to be some person on the fan who calls up this week and starts the media like we gotta fire harbaugh he can't win the big game it's like and then it's just gonna in the Sun paper it'll be like, does Harbaugh need to go? And like it's all gonna start from one person in Edgemere, yeah, who calls up to the fan. Mm-hmm. He's just like, why don't we bring back Flacco? We won with Flacco. He's available. <laughs> yeah, They're, they'll sell him back to us and if they I want. Think, I think we should fire. <laughs> we should fire Harbaugh, and we should bring in Jimmy. S- uh, what what's the one who from, uh, coached the Cowboys? Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. Yes, hey, he knows what he's doing. I know he hasn't been a coach in twenty five years, but who cares? Uh, um,
0: who's a Redskins coach to really Joe Gibbs? Uh, Joe Gibbs. <laughs> Apparently on on Friday. So uh, another podcast I listen to. The host is a uh, sports talk radio host, and then mm-hmm. does a like a show like this yeah. in his off time, and he was just like. Friday, the number of people that I saw on my board with, like, Gibbs, 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 <laughs> Gibbs. It's like, he has not coached in 20 years. Like He came back, and it didn't work. Yeah, like, <laughs> we brought him back in the early 2000s, and he just could not play the game the way that, he, that they, it was being played now. He was really good in the 90s. Not so good
1: you today. Know, it's funny, though, talking about those Joe Gibbs Redskins teams. Like, that was maybe the earliest football memory that I ever sort of, like... Was able to like, oh yeah, Art, Art very osmosis yeah. is the the Riggins like four straight games with thirty and one hundred fifty or something like that. Yeah, like that. That's what like Henry's doing right now. By the way, yeah. like a legendary run is is what Henry has done to like put himself ahead. Oh,
0: and again, a throwing touchdown. Yeah, because he they, he threw it, and I didn't know that, but apparently he was a quarterback in uh, high school mm-hmm. before he became a running back in college. But threw a <laughs> touchdown pass.
1: So. <laughs> Yeah. Before before he was a quarterback in high school, he was a monster underneath a bridge before. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yes. he's, like, he's such a monstrous man.
0: Good <laughs> God. But but again, so when you go into the... Yeah. I think we, we Derek, were...
1: Derrick Henry is like one of the... You know, like every once in a while you see some like really big, like strong running back or something like that. And you're just like, oh man, I wouldn't want to try and tackle him. Derrick Henry looks like what that guy wants to be. The poster that he has on his wall of what kind of burly running back I want to be when...
0: yeah. We we had uh, in my pop Warner league back in the day. We had that quarterback who was 15, but he was six four, like two fifty, <laughs> and like he would come up and have to do this like weird literal squat.
1: flames on the ball, and
0: he <laughs> he'd have to do this weird squat to even get his hands down under center, like. Yeah. Shotgun was preferred just so he didn't have to come out from this very weak position of like catcher stance. <laughs> yeah, basically like lower than catcher stance, like one leg up, one knee on the ground. Like, all right. So uh, listen, we're just gonna have to have a discussion before the game here with the refs. Um, his he knee is gonna be down <laughs> when he takes it, when he takes the ball. You have to be okay with that because yeah. there's no other way for him to get the ball yeah. out from under center. His center is four <laughs> foot ten. <laughs> he is six foot five. This is what it's gonna have to be. Um, but we yeah we had that guy. Uh, you should just, just made
1: him the offensive tackle or so it would be like Ogden, just like saying. Ogden's another like <laughs> Henry is kind of like the Ogden of running backs. Like when you when yeah. you saw Ogden, you're just like, there's Jeez. no way a person like that ex- actually exists. <laughs> <Yes>. Like,
0: <laughs> what's uh. amazing
1: like I I, I remember uh, over Christmas we I, I regaled myself with another round of uh, Shaq and Yao Ming and Kevin Hart. That oh, picture side, of them together. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like the difference in the height. And Yao Ming looks like incredibly humongous next to Shaq. And it's like almost, uh, and Kevin Hart looks like it's like photoshopped in. Like, <laughs> just the top of his head because <laughs> it's not even real. It just looks like it's so small, it's not even real. Um, uh, but uh, I would imagine like if you put John Ogden in there too, you'd just be like, it doesn't, like he wouldn't be as tall as like Yao or Shaq or anything uh, like that. But you look at him and you're just like, that thing's humongous. Like He's <laughs> wide. He's <laughs> like, taking like, up a, like, a third like, of the screen
0: by himself. <laughs> He's not fat, but he's so
1: big. (laughs) Just broad. Yeah.
0: But uh, I will say, I had the same feeling yesterday. Like, I couldn't get myself together to get over to watch. And then I was like, oh, the game's about to start. I should really go. And, like, it just, like, I had a a sense of dread about what was happening. Yeah.
1: And, you know, I I really would say that I don't think that this is a... I don't want to change anything. I want to go further with what we've been doing. Yeah. Because I I don't think the problem is that Lamar can't handle the playoffs or something like that. Like, it didn't seem to me like he was any worse than he was, you know, like, he, he was fine yesterday. He just didn't get some breaks that he would normally get. Yeah. And I think that being incredibly lucky throughout the season... Uh, is sort of making people think that he he deserves to have that same luck all the time.
0: Well, and we talked about it yesterday, but I think two weeks. And not off- to
1: say that like you know he's an MVP because he's lucky. I'm just no. saying that a lot of things happen to go his way, and sometimes that how it, how it happens. And uh, a lot of the people who are on the MVP list at the end of the year just happened into some good fortune as well yeah. as being incredibly talented.
0: But I, we talked yesterday, two weeks off might have been too much. Uh, it's a lot to go without playing. And not that you feel rusty, but, you know, you just, that the Titans are coming off of a big week 17 win, a big win last week, mm. and then coming into Baltimore with a head of steam. And our guys, our starters started on week 17 and then quickly just sat. Oh, no, they didn't even start. Uh, you they know, I you know I don't even can't remember if they started or not. Did they start when they played the Steelers? No,
1: they, we started with the Steelers people, but we yeah uh, we benched everyone for the seventh. No, no, no. On the uh, the Steelers game, no, the, nobody no started. started. Yeah. yeah, and then nobody um, important, nobody, and a lot of them were out in the no Lamar, quarter. no no Mark Mark Ingram, no yeah. yeah. So the, again, it's been two full weeks of them not playing, and uh, like half the team had the flu at one point along yeah. the line, so they stopped. Everyone stopped practicing and. I don't know. Like, it, I'm, mm. I'm not trying to say that. that like, I, I don't want to make this sound like excuses for the team. They, they lost, and yeah. it wasn't a good look. But uh, some, uh, uh, a reference for only me and Rob. You remember the episode of uh, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip where they said, like, uh, this is a disaster show. Every yes. once in a while, we have a disaster show yep. where everything goes wrong. Yep. Like, that's just sort of how it felt yesterday. It mm-hmm. just sort of felt like nothing was going right. And it's one of those, like, if you watch baseball, like, one out of every 50 games, uh, there's going to be some sort of unusual set of circumstances that put you down 10 runs early on, and there's no chance you're going to win. Sometimes you that ends to, up uh,
0: 33 to
1: 3. <laughs> Sometimes just, it just keeps piling on top of you, and... It's just like th- th- there was no chance you were going to win this game. Yeah. That happens to every team at some point along the way. Yankees come into you know an interleague series with the Brewers, and then all of a sudden go down 10 nothing in the first, and you're just like, how'd that happen? Yeah. just yeah. happens sometimes. <laughs> so I sort of feel like there was shades of that that were happening in this game. Like It just didn't happen for whatever reason. It didn't work.
0: And uh, the other team played really well. And sometimes yeah. you
1: can have a disaster
0: game, but if the other team isn't on point, you can pull it out. Oh, yeah. But they were on point. And we just – they got too far and ahead, and no matter what happened, it wasn't coming back. So. And I,
1: I, I'm i feeling really confident or, like, really uh, excited about where football will be going over the next couple of years, just with the idea of, like – I think the Ravens and the Bills were teams that peaked a little too early in terms of, like, success that has been shown on the field. Mm-hmm. I don't think the, the people – you know, DaCosta was necessarily imagining that this was going to be the year that we were, you know, 13 – and or 14-2, you right. know, like – he would have he probably have imagined, uh, I, you know, honestly, I, I, it's one of those things, like, maybe if we had lost in week 13 when it didn't matter or something like that, like, I'm just picking out a random week. But yeah, if we yeah. had lost one game, Ran. you know, the, the Bills game, if we would have lost the Bills game, it wouldn't have impacted too much for us. Right. And uh, we would have had a loss at some point along the way to, like, bring the team down a little bit. Like, I don't know. Like, how, how can you argue that losing at some point would be a good thing for the team? it seems like the rest argument is like a lot like that too. You know, like yeah. how can you argue that rest, rest is, is bad, bad for, you know,
0: especially a team that had the flu in week 15 and 16 and just yeah. like they're beat up. Yeah. Take the, take a week off and then, Oh, we get a bye week Great. Take another week off. It's, but it's those things where if any of those things had changed, you never know. They lose in week 13, and something happens, and they lose in week 14 and 15, and now it's just like we get yeah. on this
1: losing streak. And then you're losing four straight going into the playoffs, and you're just like, oh, man, this team looks terrible. How are first, they ever going to beat the— First seed to sixth seed, and yeah. now we're
0: on the road, on the road, on the road, all the way through the playoffs. So, uh, you know, you never you never know how it's going to shake out. But I think the important thing to keep in mind for everybody at home who's— We might have had that the Titans
1: team. game last week in the yeah. wild card round.
0: But we no one was expecting this this year, except for maybe— <laughs> I mean, maybe Lamar was. I feel like he was the only one who was expecting this because uh, he can't came out of the draft. Like, we're getting ready. We're getting ready. Let's yeah, watch. Yeah. Just watch. Just watch. Um, and maybe like last year, he was feeling the same thing. But other than that, it was this was our year to figure out what this team was, and next year was going to be our year to like make well, a push. And so,
1: and the last, you know, the the week uh, week seventeen against the Steelers. There, I, I said I, I feel really confident about this team because uh, we're so deep. Yeah, and like Gus Johnson or Gus Edwards, Edwards, Gus Edwards comes in uh and he looks so good in the spell of ingram and you know rg3 can handle the offense and everything was working the way that it was supposed to and uh i think that's all true like i think we have a really good foundation we have a really good depth behind it and now it's about finding those special types of players that really elevate what we've already created mm-hmm. and come up with new ways of uh making this offense uh, which is sort of unprecedented in NFL history, like into something even more scary and like I, the, the thing I, I said to Rob. We were watching the 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 Chiefs game, and I said, "Imagine if we just added Tyreek Hill, yep. or you know, a draft version of Tyreek Hill. Like this team would be incredibly different just immediately, right there." And and that's the like, thing. We're going. We have a good core, and now the league will adjust. And to I this trust team. that DeCosta will be able to get. You know, top ten talent out of a top thirty draft pick. Yep. Like he, he just, you know, like him and him and Ozzie just find a way to make these things happen. So,
0: but yeah, it, it we have a good core, and now the team, the league will adjust to what this team was this year, and it's up to them to make the team something different next year, yeah. better next year, so we can overcome the adjustments. But yeah. Anyway, so uh, oh, before we get out of here, uh, also that means next week will be uh, as of the early game, Kansas City versus our. Tennessee traveling to Kansas City Mm -hmm. for the AFC Championship game, which, by the way, is going to be a great game. Uh, Anybody should be watching that. Um, 49ers won yesterday, which means that either Russell or uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be traveling to uh, San Francisco. And we're looking at the score to see where it is right now.
1: Uh, 21-3 Green Bay. 21-3
0: Twenty one three Green Bay right now. With a and then at thirty
1: left in the half. Yeah, so.
0: going into the half. So yeah. um, looking strong for Aaron Rodgers to make a trip. By the way, that's a
1: 49ers Green Bay
0: NFC championship.
1: Yeah, it feels very old fashioned. Yeah, it feels <laughs> it feels very good for NFL one hundred. Like, yes, yeah. Uh that's a very classic game. And you got the Chiefs too. So you got three teams that are like classic NFL franchises. And then
0: Tennessee Titans. And then the Tennessee
1: Titans, who don't deserve to be here, but you know. Not like that. Like the you know, <laughs> the logo and the the newness of the team.
0: Yes. Although, I mean, the same would be said about Baltimore. I mean, really, it's it's not a classic team. No. So, anyway. But But uh, made their mark in a short period of time. (laughs) If we're still going, we'll uh, update uh, towards the end of the show about what the uh, episode is. But, of course, when you listen to Samar, you already know. But uh, still good to watch uh, NFL football. But You know, another
1: one is uh, I'm upset, a little upset that we're recording on Sunday this week just because of the... Oscar nominations will be tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we could have talked about that if it was a Monday recording. Yeah, maybe, maybe do
0: a midweek update. Just, yeah, uh, just do a, a little, little like, hey, what's
1: up? Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe a, a little short, how do you do? Well, listen, we both content. have
0: work tomorrow, so let's do this. We're going to get up at five o'clock in the morning when they're doing <laughs> the announcements. We can do a live recording. Yeah, we'll just time. get
1: up, Periscope. And yeah, yeah. We'll just do it. <laughs> yeah.
0: By the way, not going to happen. <laughs> Rachel's sleeping behind me. <laughs> <laughs> she wakes up in the middle, just yeah. like, Kyle lights
1: so bright turn the light off isn't it five fifteen eastern time too oh so wouldn't it maybe would be better it is. just
0: staying up yeah it might be so that would be what, like 3 because they like try there? and
1: like get it before the morning shows go up or something like that like good god yeah no I'm yeah. not doing that they have Pretty to have bad. like a 3 hour announcement up.
0: well maybe if we if I go to bed right after we finish
1: here maybe
0: I'll be <laughs> a fit to wake up at that time so anyway uh, so that's going to be sports ball for this week So Moving on. I don't know if the news was light this week or if it was so focused uh, or if we were so focused on football that we just didn't notice anything else. But it seems like everybody's talking about one thing or two things really uh, this week and both involve the president. So,
1: well, I mean, like it it, it seems like a lot of this week was a a lot of pensive waiting too. like. Yeah. uh, After the whole Soleimani thing uh, last week. There, there seemed to be a lot of like, uh, what's going to happen next mm-hmm. kind of thing going on, uh, and thankfully not too much. Uh, there was a retaliatory strike, mm-hmm. uh, and Iran said uh, we're square now. But I don't, I, I don't feel confident about. That well,
0: either. so by the way, uh, a strike followed by a tweet of the Iranian flag, followed by a tweet that was vaguely a copy paste of what Trump tweeted right after the yeah. Soleimani attack, which is why. World leaders cannot dictate by tweeting. Like, Obama tweeted very positive messages all the time. He was the first president to have a, a mm-hmm. Twitter account. Yeah. And basically, it was just like, hey, after we do stuff, I'm not going to tweet anything. We'll wait a couple days, and then I'll say, like... I'll make
1: an official statement. Yeah. I'm not
0: Via via the White House, uh, yeah. by the way. <laughs> not, not his personal Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: we'll think about it. We'll craft something, and we'll give it to you. Yeah. Like, we don't want to... Well, because Obama, uh, like him or hate him, like uh, he he respected the fact that the president's words carry a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah. and uh, if you put out a statement that has uh, a, a, a misspelling at the very least, then people start wondering about like what's going on here. You know, yeah.
0: Like, yeah.
1: it's like mm-hmm. how how serious are we supposed to take this? You know. <laughs> And uh, whenever Obama tweeted about something, I imagined it was very serious or it was very important for, you know, somebody in the Obama administration mm-hmm. to get this out.
0: Just remember, remember the sand colored suit. That was a huge controversy. Yeah. Huge controversy yeah. that you wore a sand colored suit. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so uh, there was a retaliatory and uh, I, I told Corey in the pre-show meeting the meme winner of the week uh, was uh, U.S. wants to attack Iran, bombs Iraq. <laughs> Iran wants to retaliate against US bombs Iraq. And then it's the image of like the, uh, in, I think it's, like it's an Indian soccer coach who's got like both hands on his hips. And he's just like, come on guys. What? And it's like Iraq, <laughs> yeah. Iraq's response. But, uh, yeah. So in response to our attack, Iran, uh, fired rockets into Iraq, into a US military base and, uh, and killed, I think six. Uh, some contractors and some soldiers uh, on the military base, but no American soldiers, right?
1: I, I seem to remember Trump so making some sort of statement. Like there were, there were, there were casualties, but no Americans. There so were good.
0: No, uh, <laughs> there were allied soldiers, but the contractors were American. So, oh, okay. but his, the, his statement was this, like, vague. There were no American soldiers killed, oh, okay. and we're gotcha. just not going to mention that the contractors who were there were yeah. American. So, um, but this leads us to the point where Iran's basically like, all right. You bombed us. We bombed you. Let's just chill out on this whole thing. Yeah. And then Trump uh, ordered 125,000 troops to the area. So this week they have been gearing up. Um, I have seen that some uh, people who I know who have, you know, uh, soldiers in their families have been going to the airport and saying goodbye. And people have been sending or tweeting pictures of like um, the long lines of soldiers going into the USO area at the airport. Uh, so not good. Um, and, uh, you know, again, I'm, I'm in meme culture a little bit because of my day job. I get to, to like see a lot of that stuff and you a, lot have a of, choice selection of the spiciest memes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of joking about uh, a draft and it was super fun for me to sit down there and just be like, well, you guys, here's the funniest part. I'm not part. I'm not going to get yeah. drafted. You all might get drafted. So, I mean, like, let's keep making these memes, shall we? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes me happy. So uh, and uh, to think
1: it, to think of how worried we were and like with George one? W. Bush and yeah. stuff like that, like, oh,
0: but to be fair, you could still be drafted. Me? You got you got four months. Wow. Thirty six is your official out date. Oh, and it's not even really an out date. It's when they drop. But aren't
1: the, I uh, a not preferred candidate?
0: Yes. I mean, uh, I think I was a C4 draft level.
1: I mean, I, it would have to get really out of hand in a couple of months for yeah. me to have but to. But
0: we were sing, was single, non-married, with no kids. So it's I'm like, gonna.
1: Eh. I'm just going to slide them across a, uh, a Blu-ray disc of my reel, show mm-hmm. that I'm an a important artist of substance and culture and that they should not have to. Uh, you might have
0: more success <laughs> sliding across an MRI of your knee and just being like, here you go, guys, just to know what you're getting. Yeah. There
1: is literally no <laughs>
0: tendon left. <laughs> none of it but uh at, at 36 you drop down <laughs> it's to literally
1: it's literally being held together by hopes and dreams <laughs> at the moment. that's what those are <laughs>
0: but uh yeah at 36 you drop down to the like the only way they're calling your number because by the way we're still in the selective service system yeah is a berlin 45 situation where they're like hey can you stand up great we need you to catch some bullets come on <laughs> like so uh hopefully that doesn't come to that uh we'll see But, uh, yeah, all the jokes amongst the 21-year-olds. And I was like, hey, didn't you play college football? And he was just like, yes. And I'm like, don't you stay in really good shape like gym six times a week? I like,
1: yeah. I like like how you joke about (laughs) – the idea of, like, I wouldn't have to be brought into this war. I'm officially out. Ha 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 ha. Mm. All you millennials. And then all of a sudden, it's like, California has decided to cl- uh, declare its independence from the United States, and you're like, Teddy Roosevelt going into Cuba. Like, fuck y'all! This is very different. Me choosing to do it very different from being drafted.
0: And yes, uh, <laughs> I would be old man Teddy riding up San Juan Hill on back, horseback up against a tank, because, you know, that would make sense. But yeah, if the war for Californian independence started, I will volunteer my services.
1: but you, you want a surfboard on top of somebody 's woody <laughs> <laughs> to <laughs> freedom gentlemen
0: <laughs> but here 's the thing they wouldn 't put me on the front lines because <laughs> what California recognizes is genius, and they would say, hey, we need some uh, military strategy here let 's go and find the guy who can do that uh, and then there 'll be that uh, that slow turnaround as the camera pulls in, and i 'm smoking a stovey mm-hmm. on the the uh, yeah. Veranda and I just turn around and I say All right, boys. I'm in. Let's do this.
1: <laughs> sometimes I feel like uh, sometimes I feel like uh, uh we need more Billy Bartons in uh command. Billy Barton. From the Yankees, the Yankees manager uh, was like hired and fired like fifteen times. I'm
0: thinking like what so is that a soldier? No, there, the there, was a,
1: there was a line, uh a line about Billy Martin as a manager where it's just like The reason why he was such a good manager was because he was so uh, paranoid all the time about how people were going to get him and he formulated all the different ways in which somebody was going to get him. But nobody yeah. was ever out to get him, and then he just used all the best ideas of how other people were going to get him on other people. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. Like, that's like why well, he's such a good manager. He's like thinking of all the ways that somebody's going to screw him, and then he made an a, a assortment of the best and used them on his own.
0: I mean, I think like, that that is a perfectly fine way to, uh, to live your life. I mean, that, that's,
1: that? why, that's what California is going to have as a general, by the way. I can just foresee it now. Just like, yeah. well, what about all the wheelchair access points? Yes, <laughs> like hmm. what are we going to do for all our gluten free soldiers or
0: or <laughs> it'll be the opposite. And it'll be somebody who's just like, all right, listen, no, uh, I'd love the first battalion to move out. Unfortunately, we don't have enough gluten free stockpiles for us to go. So uh, I'm going to keep you in reserve. Uh, we do have the vegetarian option for battalion, Two. So battalion, 2 we're moving to the front. Uh, no, just eat the is it vegetarian or the vegan. All right. Battalion two, hold back, <laughs> hold back. Uh, battalion five. Oh, okay. Uh, they're at yoga. Um, <laughs> is anyone ready? Where's the Gilroy battalion? Where's those folks from Northern California? Oh, not, they brought their own guns. Not, Good. All right,
1: boys, let's not go. wine country. <laughs> further north, further north, right. keep going. Wait, woods, wait, wait. woods,
0: people, wait, say, further north, wait. <laughs> okay, uh not the ones under the cloud of pot smoke. Too far. Come back come back this way. <laughs> You're in Oregon. Come back. <laughs> uh yeah. But uh no, volunteering very different than being drafted. Uh and fighting a war on your own soil, very different <laughs> than going and dying in Iran for yeah. reasons which make no sense.
1: Uh and I like I like by the way, uh uh Republicans and Democrats when when Trump's like, oh, I'm gonna start a war with Iran, they're just like, Oh, let's go back and talk about this war powers thing, yeah. shall we? But uh, yeah. both the Senate and the Congress are, are both going like, uh, "Hey, so should we uh, pull back his open and <laughs> pass a lateral the- ability to just cl- declare war anytime he wants under the uh, War on Terror provision?" Essentially passed by the
0: House, the first time rolling back provisions of a president being able to declare war. It should have the nineties. Should
1: have happened ten years ago. <laughs> mm.
0: But uh, we'll see if the Senate passes it. But yeah. Um, The president is not able to just go declare war. Uh, If you remember, Franklin Roosevelt's speech was a request to Congress to declare war. Uh, Not saying, hey, we're at war. Uh, He was saying... uh, I would very
1: much like to go to war.
0: (laughs) I'm asking you to create a status of war between the United States and Japan. And I'm going to use very flowery language to describe why it should be the case. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have uh, uh, Bush... Yeah, uh, so, the bombers dropped bombs last night. Just to keep you in the loop, we're at war with Iraq. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> new, new enemy combatant has entered the, the fray. <laughs> We've been playing a lot of Smash Brothers. <laughs> a lot of Smash Brothers. But, uh,
0: yeah, so uh, in this week's news, um, one, uh, there is no plan or exit strategy for Iran. Bajak. Um It was followed up that the... Defense Department has no exit strategy for Iraq, except maybe to move those soldiers into Iran. That really is the only exit strategy is leaving uh, rear guards in Iraq and moving everyone else into Iran as part of an offensive.
1: Step one, though, is building a Trump International Hotel at the edge of Iraq and Iran because like right in the middle so Mm -hmm. that they can stay on the way. Oh, of course, yeah. yes, they have to do that.
0: uh, but remember the end goal here is to build one in Tehran. That is the <laughs> whole point of all of this is to make sure that the Iranian people are not deprived from
1: the we, wealth and privilege. Why of not Trump build multiples? I mean, like you yeah. know a lot of brands uh but um, I'm sure they would love to stay in uh Trump international hotels and not like you know barracks or. Anywhere else? Like a foxhole or something yeah, like that. I Just mean, I, wouldn't you? Replace them with uh, all inclusive spas and golf resorts and <laughs> you, have so you have all these problems fixed. The <laughs> Republic
0: is now under a race. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a tripartite race. On the one hand, you have Congress rolling back War Powers Act. Uh, On the other far hand, you have Trump trying to get enough soldiers in the area to go to war before he can't just go to war. And in the middle, you have articles of impeachment, which may or may not lead to the removal of said president and the need to not worry about the War Powers Act, which, by the way— I imagine that if they had podcasts in ancient Rome, they would be talking about a lot of these
1: similar topics. Um, hey, this Caesar guy's getting a little out of control.
0: I, I we uh, got reports in that he's coming down the peninsula—an unprecedented move. I just feel like maybe someone should go out there and say something
1: to him. Hmm. Uh, well, that's been the Rome corner where you get the straight... <laughs> what
0: kind of drugs? You get, get the straight Rome?
1: apocalypse.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, but yeah, it just. Uh, it's like the downfall of the republic is coming and we're all just here commenting on it because anyone who could really do anything about it doesn't care uh, and isn't doing anything. But that's not I, I guess I shouldn't say that because Miss um, Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, did yeah. say she is sending the articles of impeachment to the Senate where they will promptly be. <laughs> I'm getting
1: on it right some point.
0: Yes. Uh, <laughs> And it, and as we spoke about in previous weeks, it doesn't really matter because uh, as soon as Mitch McConnell gets them, they will be buried in many committees, and uh, you know, um, no, they'll uh, have a trial uh, at some point.
1: One thing though, just as a as a general point, um, have you have you ever been uh, have you ever gone negotiating for like a car or something that with like a girlfriend or something there? Yes, it's the worst. And, yeah, and you're you're trying to do your like, uh, uh, well that that offer is just. The, it's not even close to what we discussed and i can't even discuss it any further and you just get up and walk away and the girlfriend's like wait but wait i want this car so it's like no no no. you have to follow my lead when i when i do something like this just like come with me and just like look at him just be like i'm disgusted and just like continue walking like that's how we get the deal that's how we work our our negotiation power here or they they have like have like senate democrats come out being like i think nancy pelosi's overplayed her hand it's just like shut up like that's what you get that, that's the only play you have right now. What are you going to do? Yeah. Cuz what what they're getting is they're getting a lot of republicans coming up to them who are absolutely 100% not going to vote for a trial of witnesses. Yeah. But like, you know, like fucking Ted Cruz is walking up to some democrat going going up to Doug Jones going like you know, I was really thinking <laughs> I was really thinking about voting for this thing. But now all of a sudden, I, I, I just can't even with Nancy Pelosi's actions. And then he goes out on a news. It's like, Nancy, you have to stop this right now. We could possibly get something. You know, like. No. They're no, falling not. for the. Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't know. This car's about to sell. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, it's, it's the one that's just like, well, honey, he said it's the I'm, last one. I've had 15 calls today alone about this car. One person from Denver. He was going to fly in to see it. No. No, he's not. There is no person.
0: There was no call. Yeah. But uh, that is the state of the uh, democracy, that one one of the players here is really good at the game, and the other one arguably wants better results, but is really bad at playing the game to get him,
1: unfortunately. I so. mean, the, the problem is that uh, the Republicans have found a way to, uh, in the last couple years... Have found a way to create the feeling of their lunatics are further away from the rest of us than the yeah, <laughs> like you know, like Sean Hannity will be like, "Well, there's some real nutballs out there, some Nazis and stuff," and I'm not really trying to associate myself with them. They're not part of this party, you know. Like I'm over here on the on the real.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Coming up next, why your daughter shouldn't date black kids. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, like,
0: the same Sean Hannity that threatened to reveal the uh, names and home addresses and phone numbers of Republican senators who voted for a trial with witnesses
1: if they, in fact, did vote for them. Uh, I'm just saying, like, you know, like there's there's this there's a shell game going on where it's just like, I'm not the bad Republican. You're the bad better. Repub- yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, well, are the Nazis, in fact, part of your party? It's like, who knows? Let's see what our ideologies are this week. Yeah, like, of course they're
0: not this week and right now. Wait, are Nazis still bad? Yeah, no, they're not part of our party right now. No. Uh, yeah.
1: Let's see. Let's see where
0: it goes. And that's where we are. Yeah. yeah. Nazis are bad week to week. Um,
1: <laughs> Regardless of what your national party may say.
0: Yeah. By the way, uh, grandfather actually fought Nazis. <laughs> Shot at Nazis. I'm going to tell you, Nazis are bad. I don't really care how it goes. Uh, white guy telling you, Nazis are bad. Mm. you think that'd be a lesson, but it won't be. Um <laughs> Let's continue the national discussion on whether or not Nazis are bad and whether or not we should, uh, you know, and allow and for I,
1: that. I said, I said uh, a week ago, master stroke by Pelosi on this whole thing of holding back the yeah, the, and she got as much as she is probably going to get from it, and she knows that, and I don't think there's any point in people uh, questioning her in mm-hmm. her own party because that's just not going to like it, it. Literally sounds like scared senate democrats who are like trying to make it seem like there's a a republican insurgency that's gonna go away if we don't act right now
0: do you remember week two when we went to miami and played miami and then after the game a bunch of dolphins players went out and were just like yeah i feel like i feel like the the management just throwing the games out there and like that's what happened like basically the uh, the same team players but on the other side of the ball were just going out and saying, uh, no, no, I feel like they're just throwing the game here. Uh, they, I don't know what she's doing over there, but uh, I'd like to change teams, if possible. Is there a way that I can change teams here somehow? And here we are. So yeah. anyway, uh, so that's the news of the week. Not a lot of stuff. Keep your eyes out. And uh, absent a uh, nuclear apocalypse, we'll be here next week talking about the
1: same stuff. So
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, so moving on to the... The final segment of the week, uh, I suppose that we should take a trip on down to the Baltimore corner.
1: Where you get the straight dope. Exactly.
0: So, um, let's talk about the actual Baltimore specific stories first, and then we'll wrap up with the uh, the Maryland more general story. Okay. Um, Baltimore, murdering a lot of people in the new year. Mm. Uh, just yesterday, five people murdered. Yeah. Then I saw a tweet from Justin Fenton right before we started saying another two murders right down the same neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. right down the street from where the ones were yesterday. Baltimore, what the
1: fuck, man! Like, well, it's been unseasonably warm, so maybe that's adding to the murder.
0: Yeah, you say that, but then we finished out the year strong too when it was unseasonably (laughs) cold. So it's just like warm or cold, we'll
1: shoot you. Welcome (laughs) to Baltimore. It'll never change. Hmm. And here's the re- here's the reason why it'll never change because nobody will ever do anything differently. Like that's the, well, that's but you pro- say
0: you say that, but the homicide up until the murders yesterday, homicide ha- was having a sixty percent clearance rate on murders this year. Yeah,
1: but on a sh- small number of murder, I'm I don't. You need to have a bigger sample size for me to like really get into this. You know, like I'm it, trying to just... find hope, Corey. I'm trying to find hope in a bad situation. Uh, I, I would love nothing else but hope in a bad situation, but it's just not. Not working out that way Here, right now.
0: Uh, homicide is trying to close cases. Listen, Baltimore, you got to stop murdering the murderers before they can close these damn cases. That's the and problem. as we
1: discussed, closing cases doesn't necessarily mean convictions. Oh no! And listen, I have that's no the faith. other problem is like the the if we can get more than ten percent of these cases to uh, turn into jail time for somebody, then I would I would be very happy. But. I have no
0: faith in Marilyn Mosby whatsoever. No. In order to actually convict anyone, but if it looks like the police department is doing their job,
1: or then the that's I the turnaround the, point. The other problem is is just the jury pool. Like, because a lot of the people, a lot of the people who end up getting called for juries in cases like this are people who've had experience bad experiences with the police. Yeah. So people go up there, and as a as a defense attorney, I don't understand why every single uh, uh, trial in the city of Baltimore isn't about how this started with the improper contact with the police or something, you know, yep. something along how the police screwed this up along the way. Cause somebody in that jury is going to flip it because they were stopped for no good reason and told to get out of the car and then frisked. And mm-hmm. they know what that's like. So when the, this other, when this person who was put up on the defense or, you know, like who's being charged with the crime and the same thing happened and they found a gun. Well, how do they know that the gun was there to begin with? I, I have another friend who, had a gun planted on it, you know, like... I, I don't think that they keep statistics, but I would
0: guarantee you that the low conviction rate is based upon the fact that at some point a cop made contact with someone in a way that someone on the jury could relate to and just be like, "Yeah,
1: no, I don't trust that shit.
0: No, they plant guns on people
1: all the time. And that's so much easier to understand than, like, a paper shuffle on a Brady violation or something yeah. like that. Like, that's so that touches the people who are in the juries and stuff like that. Well, so, I mean, like... We can't even trust the video
0: because... Last year we saw that Baltimore Police Department fakes the videos, yeah, because they faked they wrong they fucked up when they faked the video. So now well, we knew they faked the, the videos. They put too. the
1: the body cam on to yeah. show them discovering the evidence, but they forget that when they press <laughs> it, it automatically like, saves the twenty seconds prior or something like that. And it's just like we're ready to plant that evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right, right. like, like we everybody, saw everybody that. Ready? Like, like, I'm hitting start. <laughs> Let's go. And you know the the, the other. The, when when a football team fucks up, uh, you know they're, they're the people talking about Bill O'Brien getting fired for the Texans. I don't know if it'll happen or not. Yeah. Probably not, but whatever. Uh, if Bill O'Brien was fired tomorrow, you would know is because he fucked up today. Yeah, like yeah. I, I I I can't take no more. Like this is I've had my breaking point. He's fired. You know, at no point did a commissioner of the Baltimore Police Department come along and say like. Holy shit. He's talking about how he's planning evidence and then doing it. Like, I would have a press conference where I'm just like, that guy's fucking out of here. Yeah. Like, and just make a show of it. Because then people will actually think that, like, you know, you're trying to change something here. If you if you can focus on the one thing, like, the one fuck up at a time. Like, just get him out of here, you know? <sighs> but that would be. It's just like when people, like, you know, like, I, I, I'm not saying that any small crime is acceptable. Or anything like that. But, like, you know, every once in a while I'll see a video of just like, oh, this guy kicked his dog. And he works at, you know, Bally's Total Fitness on On (laughs) Route 40. And I think he should be fired. And then a bunch of people call up the job and say, like, you know, your employee kicked a dog. And then the guy's fired. And, like, I get where, like, you know, he did something wrong and you want to punish him for it. But that's not, like, the best avenue for this. And it's not just – it's it's like uh, we were talking about Weinstein last week. And a a good point that was brought up is that L.A. County filed their charges while Harvey was walking into the – like, right before Harvey started walking into the courthouse. Yeah. So that the reporters could ask them about charges in L.A. while he was walking in, like, without the walker trying to, like,
0: get up the stairs. With uh, no knowledge of any of it, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but I, and and I, going to your point more, by the way, two people who did get arrested because stories went kind of viral this week, a guy who broke into a Taco Bell, made a made food, sle- took a nap, and then left, yeah. and broke in, meaning there was no damage. He entered a Taco Bell after hours when I think he found the door unlocked, made food, slept, and left, got arrested because someone recognized him and reported him, and um, the guy who held up a CVS. And gave the cashier a note that said, I don't want to hurt you, but I
1: have a sick kid. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Two things which should not fucking happen in a modern Western society.
1: Well, but, uh, arrested and what they're charged with, they're going to be different things. But yes. I mean, like.
0: But wait, but, Two black guys in America, they will be convicted of something. And right. And they will go but, to jail. And there's that.
1: I'm saying, like, you know, the, the, the guy who you saw a video of him, like, beating a dog. Like, oh. Obviously, he's going to, like. <laughs> they're, they're, you could talk to the police about that. You know, like you don't have to talk to his job about it because that just it just seems like we're we're playing with these dangerous lines. Because like any time you like, you know, like, oh, John broke up with Nicole, so we're going to call up his work and tell him that he takes drugs. Yeah. And they're going to fire him. It's like, you know, like what at what point are you okay with this content? Like, where's the line on that particular behavior? You know, like yeah, it's a little it's a little like weird and. Hmm. Again, the dog beaters should go to hell, but I don't I I hate I don't think people should just call his work. (laughs) I hate 2020. It's such a weird time.
0: So much. But speaking of 2020, I'm also going to hate 2020, 2024, when now Governor Hogan runs for president. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one thing I would like about that is when I'm proven right. And the story that I gave Corey last week to read is shown to be absolutely true. The by, the,
1: by the way, the story that Rob prefaced to me as, uh, "Did you read that Washington Post article on Larry Hogan?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "Oh, no, I didn't." Mm-hmm. And then I went in and clicked on it. And it was like the Washington Eagle or something like that, not by the Washington Post. Eh, Washington, <laughs> a
0: Washington, whatever, a Washington paper. <like laughs> Close enough. Um, but it's a uh, story out of the news in Washington that uh, essentially equates Larry Hogan with Donald Trump, despite his insistence that he is nothing. Nothing like him Um, and has grown in popularity because he has separated himself from Trump. Uh, But as the article points out, they are both real estate investors who took public office, refused to divest themselves of their companies, gave it to a close friend or family member to run but stay very involved in it and have profited personally and their companies have profited by decisions they've made in public office. Trump has been very much more public about it and arguably violated the Emoluments Clause. Uh, Hogan has not, but will still cash those checks. So, uh, Corey uh, doesn't seem to mind that because he doesn't see a smoking gun in the story. I think that uh, my suspicion of the governor is finally being uh, meted out and that there will be more news
1: to come. I am... Uh, this this article is a pretty classic fishing expedition kind of thing like that's the that's the type of article you put out it doesn't have any direct references to specific like it, it doesn't have like an email where hogan said get this done because i have a property right down the street uh, mm-hmm. the the point they're trying to the what they're trying to do by including trump's name in the article and headline so many times is to get people to think that what Hogan has done is so blatant as what uh, uh, Trump has done, and it's just not—it's not the same thing. And I get where uh, it's in their best interest to use the word Trump in order to uh, spur up the controversy a bit more. But mm-hmm. it, when there's nothing, it, the article is literally written horrible. Like it, it's it it it's it's written like uh uh you can feel the one sidedness of it when you're like looking through it, you know,
0: but it's, it's meant to be a kick open the door and let's see what's there. As I pointed out to you in the pre-show meeting, there is much less ability to access documentation in Maryland as there is to the federal government. Mm. Uh, so that email may exist and we may not know because they can't get it. Um, there may be more conversations that have been recorded in Behind the Doors meeting that we can't get access to. That, that's not true with uh, the federal government. So who knows what's out there, but it makes a strong circumstantial case that the position of governor has been used to reroute uh, tax dollars to projects which benefit him personally or benefit his business that he has not divested from.
1: See, and the one article here I've already I'm already seeing like new top stories popping up on other sites that like to get on top of uh uh something that goes even semi viral. Oh, is it top is so that
0: say the most popular crook in America? Yeah, on the New Republic yeah. two
1: days ago. America's most popular governor, the lavishly corrupt Larry Hogan. I'm sure that's going to be uh not at all slanted. What was it? Uh, oh, is it this one? The Washington Monthly? Yep. What there we go. What does Governor Larry Hogan really stand for? All right. So real quick, uh, th- this is sort of how I do it. Um, By the way,
0: Washington Monthly and Washington Eagle are
1: very different.
0: The Washington Monthly is a known source of news.
1: Not a... not a. Uh, it's not the Post. It's not the Post. Yeah. But it's
0: still a known source of news. Uh.
1: So... Here's how this works. So I'll just read the first paragraph of this of this thing, and I'll show you how sure. uh, they're 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 trying to sway you. Sure. Uh, for years, never Trump Republicans have courted Larry Hogan to run for president. This is a thing that is setting up the fact that they're trying that people have been trying to separate Hogan from Republicans for some time now. Uh, it's easy to see why. He's won two gubernatorial elections in Maryland, where Democrats outnumber Republicans two to one. He's currently one of the most popular governors in America, and he's widely viewed as a moderate who's willing to reach across the aisle. So they talked about all the things that he's known for and why he is popular and did the uh, who's willing to reach across the aisle like it's some big thing that he he does that other people haven't done kind of thing. Uh, uh, the late night talk show host Seth Meyers recently described him as a Republican who believes in climate change. In June, he's published a memoir, a move that suggests he's laying the groundwork for a 2024 presidential bid. Last spring, he launched a nation national advocacy group in America United designed to break partisan gridlock and bring people together and advance bold, common sense solutions for all Americans. Simply put, everything about Larry Hogan's public image would lead you to believe he's the opposite of Donald Trump but hogan it turns out has more in common with trump than his reputation suggests so the whole thing is setting up these are basic things you know about larry hogan mm-hmm. uh and here how here is how he is like donald trump yeah. so you've automatically without having a single cited piece of information talked about how trump is larry hogan before you even get into the article
0: yes that is what we would call an intro paragraph just like just like the same
1: uh, with the with the sub headline of Larry Hogan has more in common with Donald Trump than his reputation suggests, but there is nothing in here like cited that <laughs> that even begins to right like it, 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 the the one that I think is funny is like I remember this this paragraph in particular where it says Hogan has advanced a number of major state transportation projects that are near properties his company owns in development that can boost the value of those properties, and they talk about how. He's done this and he's done that. And he's done this. Mm-hmm. And then three articles later or three paragraphs later when you think you've forgotten about it. It's like, well, all these all a lot of these programs have been on the docket since Paris Glendenning, but have never moved through final approval. Right. But once they got once Larry Hogan got into office, they went into final approval. And I'm like, mm, come on, that's not you can't if Larry Hogan came into office and like and said, these are all near my properties. I want them put onto the, to the budget right away. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it happened and things that were on the budget for a long time went away because he put these new things on. Oh, you mean then like the red line,
0: which went away immediately after he became
1: governor. He was always saying he was against the red
0: line. Right. But he bumps off a bunch of projects. You voted, and for, then you voted for the guy who did what he said he was going to do. He bumps off a bunch of projects. And then all of a sudden, these that are at the end of the line get moved forward, and they get approved. You know, and he benefits from that.
1: I, I can't with, with the red line. I just I, I i get why people want it. I get why the people who, who have been spending all the time and effort trying to get the thing done want it. But the the simple fact remains that these are not the transit solutions of the future, and we're going to be spending a lot of money to create an awkward, ineffective way of transporting. transporting people from east to west or west to east that just doesn't make sense when you think of it in terms of how much you're going to spend to create the system and how much it actually will save people time and money like all i'm you know like the 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 reports they have about how like municipal dollars going towards stadiums don't add towards the tax revenue or the base or stuff like that yeah and they'd be better off just having a helicopter roam over wherever they're going to build the stadium and drop a billion dollars it would have more of an effect like that uh, effectively what you're it, the the red line would end up being incredibly expensive over the long term it would not help as many people as you think it does the the light rail didn't do what it was supposed to do and the light rail costs so you, much money every single year i and shouldn't have
0: brought up trains because i know you hate trains and now we're getting bogged down in trains but my point is larry hogan as a private I'm citizen not, i'm
1: not against trains i think if, if baltimore had like a subway system
0: it would be completely it. different Move on. the point is he bought properties near certain uh, de- certain certain planned developments. Then, as governor, approved those developments. Yeah, that, that a development which he chose a few of a long list, and he he as a person, he as a company will profit from this. And
1: don't you worry, because Washington Monthly gets deep into the things that he approved that are right outside of the properties he owns, including sidewalks a mile and a half away from a property and that he owns. because you've never and, worked in municipal government, and you don't a understand new, how that works. And a new highway off-ramp that has been discussed for years and years and years that will finally get approved that happens to be somewhat near an area that he is thinking about redeveloping. Yes. And by somewhat near, I mean, like, you know, it's within the same, you know, couple towns. Like, you know, it's it is, part of the... There is no highway if you access. If you're talking about, like, a Lutherville-Timonium-Cockeysville thing, then it's a... You're building a, a off-ramp in Lutherville and you're building properties in Cockeysville. Mm,
0: except for there is a highway access every half mile in Lutherville-Timonium-Cockeysville, and there is none for miles and miles, but now there will be... At a place very near a property he controls and wants to redevelop. Yeah, sorry. I, 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 again, you don't like Trump, therefore the things he do he does are always bad. You do like Hogan, and therefore I need more evidence to. No, have and, you, have, uh, you, have, if you have you watched if
1: Trump's this- bullshit? Was uh, I want to override the city of New York because they have too many regulations on people who build buildings in New York, and I think that there should be federal oversights on that type of thing. I mean, it would be an awful political hill for Trump to die on, but if he was saying, I have personal experience knowing how awful – you could do the same thing with California. Somebody, I I imagine if you got a, a builder in California and said, what are all the things that we could do to fix the government in terms of building things better, they'd come up with 15 solutions real quick.
0: Have you watched the new- You know how like,
1: they, they they say, like I want to hire a businessman because he thinks differently? Yeah. This is part of what they're talking about.
0: Right. And I want to hire a businessman because he's going to use tax dollars to benefit himself because, of course, that's what they do. Have you seen the new Netflix show Messiah yet? No. Okay. No spoiler. It's not a spoiler, but the overarching message basically of episode Jesus one- Jesus came back or something well, like uh, that? Well, it's a little bit different than that, but episode one and two, basically, the mentality that uh, they leave you with is if you think that- this dude is real, then you can find all the evidence in the world to support it. If you think it's a hoax, (laughs) you can find all the evidence in the world to support it. And when you look at the facts, it's just about you seeing a certain perspective on the same facts. And that's what this is. I think that Hogan is a crook. And I think that if I was him, if he had divested from his company, and if he had approved uh, projects 10 through 17, and that was it, I would be on your side. But when I see that he's, like, picking the ones that he wants to approve further down that have, yes, been there since Glenn Denning, and that's why he invested nearby, and then approved those certain ones, I smell a crook. It, that's doesn't,
1: it. it doesn't just magically that's, – that's the problem, though, is that, like, part of, the, part of the thing about getting somebody who's in real estate to be in charge of either the country or uh, the, the state is that you're going to have some experience that he knows about how things are being developed – Because he's in that market Mm -hmm. and know that like, oh, this whole area north of Bethesda is going to become a huge pocket of people because there are 15 different people developing in this area. Mm -hmm. In 10 years, it'd be like if if somebody said, hey, we should build some highways where Dubai is going to be. Like, (laughs) if you know that it's coming, then you should have the foresight to be able to do those things. And what Trump, and what uh, what separates Trump and, and Hogan, and especially like this news report and other ones we talk about with, with Trump, is that at the end of the day, there was somebody who said, "I was in the room, and I heard the conversation that was happening between Trump and Tillerson, and he said, "I don't give a fuck if it is a wildlife refuge. Let's build an apartment complex there." Like you know, that, that would mean something. but there's no like direct." There's no. I heard from Hogan, and he instru- he said that this will be taken care of. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Like there's none of that. All
0: right, so let's wait till the indictments start rolling like, out. Like last week when we were talking about thing. the Hornberger method,
1: yeah, we, we had a story about them giving them the Hornberger method. Yeah, like we we were in the room for that moment. Like and we knew listen, what happened. The White House is a and sieve, and
0: the governor's mansion in Maryland is a fortress. And when the
1: cracks start to form, and I mean, one, like you might as Washington Monthly might as well have just written an article where they described that advisors came to Hogan. And said, uh, Hey, we got three different plans for how we can redevelop Maryland. One benefits you tremendously, one doesn't. And then put out that article and then go to Hogan with it and be like, Comment? Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, like, it's just as it, it's 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 preposterous. It doesn't even make sense. Like, it's just, it, it's, it, it's the worst kind of mud raking that we see in journalism today. And I, I, I'm not trying to. This, this is not meant to sound like a defense of Hogan because I I understand why people who don't like him don't like him, but uh, <laughs> there's really just nothing here. It's just it, it's amazing that this has gotten so much publicity.
0: It's conjecture based on publicly available information and tying the dots together.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you know, it, it, I, I I just don't get what you know like he he his comment back was like i don't respond to blogs or something like that which was like a way to like minimize their their thing and which
0: is also non-responsive to the accusation that's in well yeah but i mean like
1: i would do the the same fucking thing like what do you would what do you what why am i why am i going to (laughs) Corey, did you murder that guy it's like wow i mean before we really get into this i gotta set a couple things no Well, but, okay, Corey, did you murder that guy? No, what You're are we right. talking about? Exactly right. <laughs> if
0: someone makes an accusation, you say... Would you say... Okay, me, Rob, yeah. I say, hey, Corey, did you murder that guy? Would you say, listen, I don't reply to guys who do YouTube videos. <laughs> or would you say, no, I didn't murder that guy. Yeah. What's your response? No, I didn't murder that guy. Okay, so when he says... I don't reply to blogs instead yeah. of saying, no, there that is was, no corruption was, in my that administration. That was Larry
1: Hogan murdering the Washington Monthly, though. Right. But <laughs> that's what that was. Again,
0: that's also him not answering the question, and i that's a very Trump response. It's not him saying, of course there's no corruption. I would never do that. I'm above that. It's him saying, you are below me, and I'm not answering your question, which is Trump. So <laughs> yeah. even more so, he looks like Trump to me. I don't know. <laughs> and I will be happy to take your apology in 2024, when all of this comes to light and the leaks start with his administration.
1: That's fine. If if, if he's if, if he's indicted for all this, then he should serve time, just like everybody else who's indicted for a crime should serve time. I don't care. Oh, I can't I wait. I don't care I if you're a you Republican
0: get... or a Democrat or anything. I can't wait for Corey to get Me dude. I really can't wait. Go. The whole archive is available at OtheAnthem.com. Go in there and start digging through. What is it? Episode 188? Is that the one you're talking about? <laughs> the one random 188?
1: one. Is that the one you named? I should really see what that one is. <laughs> Hold ah. on a second. I'm going to go to the actual OotheAnthem.com. Oh, hmm.
0: Yeah, he's pulling it up right now. Let's look yep. at uh, Here we are
1: SSL, perfect. Everything is nice and secure. Let's
0: go down and uh, there's the podcast page, and now we're going to go to the archives. Some recent episode. Bold bar archive. at the
1: bottom of the screen. What did I say, 188? Yep. And 100 to
0: 199 is where you want. Episode 188. Please be the net neutrality episode. Louis. Oh, <laughs> even better. Oh, uh, uh,
1: well, Louis C.K., I'm sure I got in trouble in that This is one. the episode
0: where Corey does a full throated defense of Louis C.K. <laughs> All right. Yes, episode 188. Start there and then go back to the beginning and just find go it. through
1: every Me Too episode and mm, just find just it. Me Too Corey as soon as possible, please. <laughs> All right. Well if you wanna find all if you wanna find all the tools to bury us, you know where you can go? Where's that? OTHEANTHM.com, cord to the anthem.com. O the anthem on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the listener line, four four three two one nine seven five nine five. What's the number again? Four four three two one nine seven five nine five. You wanna put it on me while you continue to laugh quietly?
0: <laughs> that could not be more perfect than it was the Louis Gay episode. Oh, good.
1: Uh you can find more uh, of me at my website, CoryBakerFilmmaker.com. Uh, the newest review for Cats is out, um, and in it I did the uh, long-awaited featurette for the AMC Burbank 16. I also released that as like a standalone video if you wanted to check that out with having to get into Cats at all. Um, and a bombshell review will be coming Monday. I will get that ready before I go out on set, and hopefully... We're seeing something tonight, and uh, we'll follow up another review with that. So yep. uh, big things coming. Uh, CoreyBakerFilmmaker.com, Facebook.com, forward slash CoreyBakerFilm, and add Legends 5 on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat.
0: Fingers crossed, because it's already 6 o'clock. So
1: who knows? Yeah. We'll see. Uh,
0: but, yes, you can find more of me at ro- – Oh, God, this camera's fucked up. <laughs> uh, hang on. Let's shift that. Pay no attention Pay to the man no behind the gun. Uh, you can find me at Robert and all your Social Networks. Uh, that's Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter everywhere. Uh, you can find the Everyman Movie Review specifically at Everyman Movie on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter is Everyman Movie Reviews. Um, you can find all of that at the YouTube channel that's uh, youtube.com forward slash Rob Cheek uh, and all of those things are going to be found at the defunct com, which will be up uh, in a new form as soon as I figure out how to do Dreamweaver. <laughs> It'll be a beautiful, beautiful black and white Drudge Report-style website. Right. Look forward to that.
1: <laughs> Pretty soon, Rob will have a, a YouTube uh, ad where it's just like, <laughs> I made a website on Wix. Let me show you how I did it. Because <laughs> oh. I got those like 900 times a, hmm. 900 times a minute when I was uh, looking up like how to do something in music. <laughs> right. Like, hey, <laughs> Trying to make a website? I did it. Let me show you how easy it was.
0: Wix come, to is me way in my, easier.
1: come to me on my Wix page. Squarespace. Hey, uh, like, by Thank the you, way, Carly
0: Klaus. We are looking for <laughs> a uh, website provider builder if anyone would like to, you know, get into the OD oh, the Anthem game.
1: <laughs> if you want to shell out some ducats for uh Quarantine for, the anthem for right a website, now. yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh I think we've done good here today. We've done something. I don't know if it's good. But as always, you're listening to the O the Anthem podcast, part of the O the Anthem digital network. For Corey, this is Rob. Have a great week, everybody.
1: You gonna bury me? Bury me already.